Let's talk now uh, about polling data and core strategies put together polls, uh, and they and they review a bunch of different things. And in particular, they looked at the six candidates for the GOP nomination here in Illinois. And uh, Colin Corbett with us on WMAY from Core Strategies. Uh, Colin, thanks for taking time this morning. How are you? I'm great, Greg. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and get into this. A lot of people driving to work right now, they want to know how so-and-so's polling because yeah, I think a lot of uh, voters out there, they haven't done the, the the dig into who these candidates are. They may have heard some headlines here and there, but uh, what are you finding from the polling data that you guys uh, put out there? Sure. So what we see right now is that Richard Irvin has a very strong lead with 33% of the vote, which in a candidate with six-plus candidates, or in a race with six-plus candidates, 33% is a very strong number. Uh, Darren Bailey is in second at 21%, uh, and then the rest of the candidates are 10% and below. So at the moment, it appears that it's uh, ending up to be a two-person race. So when it comes to these types of large, um, you know, numbers of, of candidates, six candidates in a race is is quite substantial. Uh, what is what do voters deal with uh, when they have to face that many candidates? You know, voters don't pay much attention to politics anyways. It's a, a constant struggle for candidates and for those who work with candidates, uh, just getting voters to pay attention long enough to actually hear a message. When you then add to it that there's so many candidates, it does make it even harder for uh, voters who are naturally busy with, you know, real life um, to, to try to figure out who the candidates are. And so as a result, it makes it even harder for those candidates to get their messages in front of the voters. That's why you see uh, that the candidate in the lead is in the lead because because they're putting a lot of time and effort and mostly money into pushing their message right in front of voters uh, so the voters can see it while going on with their normal daily lives. We're talking with uh, Colin Corbett. He is with Core Strategies here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. So, again, I want you to go over some of the uh, the poll findings, but as we look at some of these slides here um, about uh, the six different candidates and where they're at right now, uh, talk about the, the, uh, the, the regional aspect here, who you guys polled uh, and uh, what uh, some of the uh, the sentiments you asked about were. Sure. So we polled likely Republican voters in the upcoming Republican primary. So the people that we talked to are highly likely to cast their ballots in this race. Uh, so their opinions, of course, matter the most uh, in uh, in a race like this. Uh, and we polled all throughout the state of Illinois. Uh, so we've got we've got numbers, you know, in Cook County, in the suburbs, uh, and throughout the rest of the state. And we did see a dynamic where candidates were stronger in some areas and weaker in others. For instance, Darren Bailey has certainly been relying on his support outside of Chicagoland, where he's doing much better. He has 27% of the vote outside of Cook in the suburbs. Uh, but even then, he's still trailing Richard Irvin, who has 31% of the vote in the rest of the state. So while Darren Bailey is definitely doing better outside of Chicagoland, it still isn't enough to be in first, even in that region. Um, and then you've got some candidates who do better in Cook County and the suburbs. For instance, uh, Richard Irvin's got 38% of the vote in Cook County uh, because it's expensive to get your message to the voters in Cook County, and he's the only one who's really doing it to that level. Uh, so he's at 38% in Cook. Uh, and then in the suburbs, you see some candidates doing a little bit, le- a little bit better, like Gary Rabine's doing a little better in the suburbs. Uh, even Jesse Sullivan's doing a decent in the suburbs. Uh, but really, it still comes down to Irvin and Bailey. It's definitely looking like it's going to end up being those two fighting for first and second. When you guys have done uh, similar type of polling in the past, have you seen um, uh, very similar types of outcomes where you you may have uh, 
a dearth of candidates in in a race, but uh, really it's just a a couple that uh, that rise to the top here. Yeah, I mean, we humans crave simplicity. So if you can make it a binary choice between two options, you really you're going to do it. Uh, and so this is fairly common that in a larger race, you know, not all of them are going to are going to rise to the top. Um, and it really is becoming a, a choice between uh, you know the candidate who's who's more well known and, and a candidate who's got more grassroots support. Um, and it's a fairly common thing that a race like this might start to towards the end. I mean, seven weeks left. We're as you said earlier, it's starting to really get towards the end here. Um, you know, it's it's common that the, the it might start to crystallize into a choice between two or maybe three. I mean, Sullivan's not out of this race. Uh, if he gets his message out there and 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 you know pushes, he could certainly make it a three person race. But he really only has a few weeks left to do that. Well, and I I, I see here um, we're looking at some slide decks here on the live video, and uh, you have uh, the candidate opinion uh, section here, and that seems to be where uh, Sullivan could go right up against Bailey, who's right up against Irvin. Tell us about that. Yeah, so one of the things we test, in addition to the matchup where we ask who would you support, we also ask people's opinions of the candidates. It's really helpful to have that data so we can get a feel for why uh, each candidate is performing, how they're performing in the poll. Uh, and so, as you intimated, you know, we check to see how people felt about each of these six candidates. And two things that we saw is, number one, yes, uh, Richard Irvin has the strongest name recognition, meaning the number of people or the percentage of people who had an opinion about him was as high as 71%. Um, that's a very high number. The, the, a lot of people are aware of Richard Irvin. The next two candidates uh, in terms of how much name recognition they have are Bailey and Sullivan. They each have roughly 50 or 51% of name recognition between the two of them. So uh, that's a decently strong number, not strong enough to win a Republican primary statewide, but it's definitely a, a number that puts you in position. Um, and then the key to that is we ask, are you favorable or unfavorable in your opinion of this individual? Um, and Bailey was what we call a net plus 12, meaning 12% more favorable than unfavorable. Irvin was the same at plus 12. Sullivan was only plus three, so again, he's got a little bit more work to do. Um, but that's another indicator to us that Bailey is in striking distance of Irvin with similar favorability numbers. So he's, uh, he's definitely not out of this race yet. Again, we're talking with Colin Corbett with Core Strategies. Colin, do you guys anticipate doing another poll um, heading into the final days of, uh, of the, the primary season? Uh, we will certainly consider it. I mean, we do polling all around the country. Uh, generally, uh, we're, we're paid by a client to do a poll. Um, but sometimes like this, when we see nobody doing any polling, we just do it on our own and, and eat the cost ourselves. Uh, my guess is as we get closer to the end, there'll be so many polls, we'll frankly all be sick of polls. At that point, I'm not going to pay out of pocket to put yet another one in the pile. Um, but if for whatever reason uh, there aren't polls out there or maybe they're just not reputable, uh, certainly we would uh, put another one in the field to get some updated numbers. Well, Colin, greatly appreciate taking the time with you. We'll likely talk again about polling data in the future. Colin Corbett with Core Strategies. Greatly appreciate it and take care. All right. Right. Thanks for keeping your, uh, your, your listeners apprised of the race. This race is really important, so I'm glad you're doing this.